That's Peter Jackson, right? The That's uh, Steve Jackson. Steve Jackson, yeah, not Peter Jackson. That Peter Jackson is, is a much different person. Yes, he uh, <laughs> is uh, the Lord of the Rings composer, right? Yeah, it's the and the and the, the Star Wars the, the director. Oh, the director? Who am, I th- who am I thinking of then? John Williams? I don't know who you're thinking about. Okay. What are, What are you drinking over there? To the Top of the Table podcast. Top of the Table to you, Caleb. Top of the Table. And my name is Travis. And of course, those were the lovely, lovely tunes of a Happy Whistling Ukulele, which is uh, aptly named, I think. Quite the banger. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, what I did there was I, I searched for about 15 minutes for some uh, royalty free public domain music, and, and I found that, and that's probably a good idea of how this podcast is going to go. <laughs> um. I feel like whenever you're like kind of searching among like the royalty-free catalog or whatever, you're sort of limited to like either happy chill step music or happy ukulele music. It was a it was a choice between jaunty tunes or traditional pastoral hymns from the from the 1800s. Also some some light jazz and ragtime. Yeah, so I can see the ukulele then makes sense, I guess, given the uh, given the other options. So the game you brought is. Well, I talked to you last week about, uh, first of all, I guess this is going to be a podcast about board games, oh, role-playing yeah, games, yeah. <laughs> miniature games, tabletop games, drinking beer, ukuleles, that sort of thing. And so we talked last week about doing a podcast, and I thought, you know what would be great? I just recently purchased Brass Birmingham. Uh, I've played it before, but I hadn't hadn't played my copy, and I thought, you know, it's it's one of the heavier games that I own, I think, according to uh, BGG, and wildly popular, number three on the on the BGG list, just okay. behind Gloomhaven and Pandemic Legacy Season One. <laughs> Name's so, a mouthful. It's a sort of an economic uh, engine route building game by Martin Wallace, who's. Uh, does a lot of train game type things, right? Um, and there's a uh, well, there's a there's a version of basically the same name, right? Uh, right. This is Brass Birmingham is kind of the uh, the 2018 facelift of Brass as it was called then, and now it's Brass Lancashire to right. distinguish between the two. Okay. So I thought that would be you know a good game to play on our first podcast, and then I was. Uh, uh, sitting at the house last night in my cups, and, and I looked over at my game shelf. And I was like, you know what it would be hilarious? It's like if I could get. Did you did you watch the Rodney Smith the Watch It played? Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, in fairness. Um, I watched that like as I was kind of like waking up this morning. So what? There, there's probably some level of misses, and I only gave it one watch through. But I, I've got pretty much the gist of. I, I read the whole rule book uh, over the week and watched. I think three different videos, and then last night I said, you know, it'd be hilarious if instead of bringing Brass Birmingham, I uh, <laughs> I get you to uh, to watch this video on Brass Birmingham, and then I bring uh, Roll for the Galaxy, which oh, okay. <laughs> which which I haven't played for about two years. Okay, I haven't even opened the box, so I've completely relearned the rules. 
Okay. Uh, which should, because to be fair, we spent about two hours kind of faffing about with my uh, with microphone, microphone, yeah, trying trying to get that to work. That that didn't work out. So I had to. I did bring uh, Roll for the Galaxy with me, and most of the time, I guess we won't be together for this. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you in person. Right. So I decided to drive down here, and then on the way down, I think I remembered maybe why I haven't been down here, because you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You, it's, it's certainly uh, a BFE, for lack of a better term. Like, you, very, very in the sticks. The, the, the directions you gave me, it might as well have been GPS coordinates whenever I was punching this in. It's pretty... The, the street... <laughs> The house has a number, and the street is a number. Streets yeah. are supposed to have names. You would you would expect that. It, it, everything here is like uh, assumed to be a side route that nobody should ever take, but but we just live amongst it. Yes, um, we're 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 deep in the bowels of Kentucky. Yeah, Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Um, but I, I think uh, I, I guess it, it would be a funny prank to uh, to have me do some homework on a game that we then don't play. Um, I, I absolutely did that. So that, it's, it's one hell of a prank, um, but now going into Roll for Galaxy, there's going to be a part of me wishing that I could, you know, own a coal mine. And it... Well, so what I did was I woke up this morning and I was looking at those games, and I did bring Roll for the Galaxy with me, but then I also brought Kingswood, <laughs> which is a completely different game altogether. <laughs> and since we did spend so much time uh, on the, the microphone issue, uh, Kingswood is actually... It's a 2020 release. Let me pull it up. I had Brass Birmingham still on my uh, board game geek for some reason. I've never played it, but it's uh, it's kind of on the other end of the spectrum from from Brass Birmingham in terms of weight. So Brass is almost a four out of five on BGG. Kingswood is a, a 1.25. So oh, it's okay. it's uh, ages 10 and up. One to five players, and it says here 15 to 45 minute playing time. Okay, so it, okay. So that's something that we can probably get through rather quick without me having to, you know, I I said it wasn't as funny when I woke up this morning, but I still wanted to bring <laughs> Roll for the Galaxy instead of Brass, but I thought, you know, I, I better bring something else. And this is, I don't know who, I'm not familiar with his work, but this is Henry Audubon is the uh the designer for kingswood and let's see the description from the manufacturer here probably what's on the back of the box the king has assembled the most prominent village guilds and issued a challenge rid the surrounding forest of monsters to earn your guild widespread fame and glory players take turns controlling the guild's adventurers moving about the village the purpose of traveling to different locations is to either Build up new or refresh your existing resources. For example, you will visit the blacksmith for your swords, the academy for your spellbooks, the market for coins, and the tavern for your hearts. Liquid courage, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> there are also seven other locations in the game of which you will use one per game. This adds variety. Yeah, so basically, you're, you're going around this sort of Rondell style. I don't know if it's shared worker placement. This is as Rondell set collection variable player powers and worker placement hmm. but the workers are, are shared between us as I'll, I'll get into whenever we actually play the game as a as an aside one of the things that i'm already feeling is a uh is a regret is like when you when you threw the loop on me like a, a bunch of other games kind of like flooded into my head and i think that the something that's already going to like manifest itself as a regret is that there's all these games that I feel like are already like established among the board game world that we would now feel remiss to do an episode on. So like it would be great if, if Small World were just coming out. 
or Ticket to Ride or something like that. And it's already like, damn, we probably should have started podcasting, you know, around the time of Monopoly starting. Well, I mean, I don't even if it's been beat to death, if we want to play it, we'll play it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, that's true. I mean, like, the idea that I'm never going to play Munchkin again or something like that is, is, you know, off the table. Like, there's certain there's certain ones that are staples for a reason. Right. And, I mean, I, I do still have Munchkin, but I don't know if I'm ever going to play Munchkin again. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I, I think I guess Munchkins can only be resold to you so many ways before you're like, okay, I get it. But I think that in terms, I think Munchkin holds a place of like, I've got this friend. He plays four board games. Munchkin is one of them. I like the guy. Want to play games with him? Munchkin's one of them, and I don't want to play Yahtzee or like whatever his more right, standard yeah. board games are. So I, I think Munchkin holds a, a purpose uh, amongst like the uh, greats or whatever. But eh, yeah, maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know how much I would play again. But they're they're just as an example. It uh, you know I mean if you like it you like it. Uh, there there are things that I like about it. There are things that I feel like it goes on a bit too long. Tends to overstay its welcome. I I've also had, you kind of need friends who you know are really chill with each other. You have to have a bit of a thick skin to play yeah. to play Munchkin. And I would be lying to you if I told you that I have never. Play the game of Munchkin where I could stop someone else from winning and just didn't do that so that they would win and the game would be over. I've literally been playing a game of Munchkin for so long and I've looked at my hand of cards and realized that I could probably prolong this for 15 or 20 minutes. If not forever. If not forever. and Or I could just let this other person win and it just made the decision to say congratulations yeah i I think that you to like to really get through a game of munchkin you kind of have to play fast and loose and like everybody kind of has to where it's like it's less about winning the game and more about fucking the guy in front of you right now rather than like really trying to strategize or whatever what what always tends to happen if you're playing a uh a lot you know you got five or six or however many players it's you know, everybody try kind of dogpiles on that first person that tries to win, and maybe it's that second or third person that that sneaks through. But I, I, for me, it's just it's exhausting. Uh, yeah, I to, think you have to be a certain kind of tabletop player, right, to really like for that to be your thing. Yeah, I think. And again, you know, nothing. If if that's your thing, if that's if that's your favorite game, then you I know, mean, I get like I I certainly certainly it was probably our favorite games at one, like when at we one first point found in it. time. Yes, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. It was easy. It's easy to introduce people to that aren't board gamers, and you know, uh, we both sort of came from a, a role playing game background. Right. Uh, I've kind of dove more heavily into board games sure, here yeah. here, and whereas you still more of a. Uh, role-playing game Flash and miniature game. miniature war games oh. right so you know back then it was an easy sell for people that it's like oh look it's a it's a cute it's like you know, D&D play light, on yeah sorta. yeah it's like making fun of your look we're poking fun of uh D&D characters plus that's a that's a peter that's peter jackson right the munchkin. that's uh steve jackson, steve jackson. yeah not peter jackson that peter jackson is, is a much different person yes he uh <laughs> is uh the lord of the rings composer right yeah it's the and the the, 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 uh, the director. Oh, the director? Who am, I th- who am I thinking of then? John Williams? I don't know who you're thinking about. Okay. What, what are you drinking over there? <laughs> Just a uh, golden ale. The, uh, I, think, I think the thing about like going f- forward into board games, I think that Munchkin has at least set a certain precedent for like how fun a game needs to be moving forward. I mean, like I... Light. I think I played it just because it had that D&D, you know, I was familiar with D&D, and that's what drew me to it. So I think maybe it has your background. But I think you're saying it's definitely a game of its time. I think it kind of kind of shows its age. 
It feels very much like it does, yeah. I don't think that I could I don't think that I could play a lot of Munchkin right now. But I think it's something that's like probably always going to be on a shelf to be like, hey, I mean, I, we do have. Right, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I still have it, and I, I think I'm gonna. I don't have any plans of uh, to get rid of it. It's a small box. It's uh, yeah. on the top of my shelf, so it's not it's not too much trouble. But at least you didn't buy into like you know a, a stack of expansions. Or no, whatever. I don't have hundreds of Munchkin boxes on, on the shelf. But um, I don't know. You, do you want to try? Uh, do you want to try Kingswood out here? Yeah, I mean, really, really, whichever, uh, whichever you're feeling. Yeah, let's try Kingswood. Okay, and um, one more time, what did you say that one was by? Was this like Who some, the? Some, yeah, it was like something, something German, or like something Autobahn is what I. Yes, it was Henry Autobahn, the uh, the inventor of. No, it's Auto, Autobahn. Yeah, I guess it is. I, I don't know. I didn't think it was German. Let's let's just click on his name and see. Uh, he is the designer of Space Park, Kingswoods, Parks, and other upcoming titles. Oh, that was that was useless. He he, he looks like a fine. He looks like he's a handsome man. He looks a little German. Uh, yeah, maybe a little German, maybe a, a Dutch. Um, yeah, maybe that's Henrik. So yeah, so um, that's what well, we're uh, about fifteen minutes. Four, about fifteen minutes in, we've already insulted the the Dutch, possibly <laughs> the Germans, and also referred to all Henrys as Henrik. And I w- I was thinking. You know, top top o the table. It, it sounds like it should be. I mean, we, like, already like, we should be Irish, right? Really, like top top of the table top of, to you. Top of the table to you. Oh, oh that wow! <laughs> I, went, I, went, I was gonna try to be decent with it. You just went over the top. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, listen, my mine was a little bit more lucky charms for sure. Um, but wow! I, but there's also only one. Like I only have so many German or Irish people that I have to base that off of. So I've got commercials and Conor McGregor. And I feel like commercials is still probably more <laughs> listener friendly than going Conor McGregor with it. Well, yeah, I mean, and so I just just want to apologize to the <laughs> Netherlands, uh, Germany, and and now Ireland, and uh, to Henry Audubon. I'm sure you're sure you're a fine gentleman. You look like a nice fella. Look like a nice fella. Just a little German. Um, so I've seen I've seen this game played, but and I something about it caught my eye, and you know I was trying to fill my miniature market basket up to get to that hundred dollar. Mark, yeah, yeah, and um, this this came into my mind, and my my thinking was this is something that uh, my wife might actually play with me, and I feel like you can't have enough lighter games that are well, you it, know hit that 30, 30 minute play space. It's not right, and it's it's something that's probably light enough that you could probably eventually within a couple of years get like Evie into potentially or or a game right. Like that. The price was right, so so I grabbed it, and uh, well, let's see how it plays. Once again, a happy whistling ukulele. Nothing more happy, more whistling, or more ukulele than happy whistling ukulele. That's, I mean, I, I've never heard something more happy, nor whistling, nor ukulele than that. So, I, it's, I, it's the happiest, whistlingest, ukuleleist, happy whistling ukulele that you could happily whistle to ukulele to. I wouldn't even try to argue that, really. And I'm not even like a proponent of happily whistling ukulele music. Have you ever tried to unhappily whistle to ukulele? It's impossible. No. You can't I, do it. You cannot do it. I don't even know what unhappily whistling sounds like. Uh, I don't I don't either and I'm I'm not going to try it. I'm going to talk about <laughs> going to talk about Kingswood. So uh, we 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 played Kingswood uh, designed by Henry Audubon, uh, artist the the art in the game. 
Tristan Rawson, and you know, component-wise, it's it's good. I like the box art and the artwork in the game. It's it's fine. It's it's kind of um, I, w- I would say a little um, distant from the box art uh, um, to an extent. The I mean, it's kind of um, you know, it's it is a game for ages ten and up, and I would say right. that's probably right on the mark. Like it's you know, like the monsters are are cartoony. It's not you know, there's nothing. Uh, scary or gory it's right, uh, it's, right. it's fine the pieces are nice and thick most pieces got goblins and ghosts and, and and pretty basic um you could so, probably show this to a 6 year old and be fine so like, component wise it's pretty solid you know for for what it is for you know i paid 22 dollars it's you, it's well done pay, it's well done game it's what a 25th century games and would you pay um msrp for it so like say you had to pay no that. i'm not paying msrp for anything but i mean right. it's it's probably worth that but right but, say it's 29.99 you know. and and you've got it and you really want to play kingswood based on a given review that i don't know if i want to make a recommendation on, i mean i'm not going to say whether you should buy it or not buy it or pretty much what i'm asking rather you would pay it rather than should you pay it um i don't even know if i want to go there i mean i think i it's like you know different budgets you know i mean i don't know that's this is what it costs uh this is what it is you know uh right okay fair enough so i think first of all i think we made a horrible mistake uh when we first started playing we didn't get the rules wrong or anything but we allowed your your fiance uh clarissa to to play the game with us that's true. Yeah, she she definitely did end up like stomping our asses. Well, I mean, she stomped your ass. That's true. Uh, yeah, she she narrowly defeated me. Let's just let's just get the let's would, get it. Would, let's I, get it. I would like to set a precedence that any victory is an ass stomping because then it makes me feel better as a third place player. Well, I mean, I lost by uh, by by two points. I think is what it what it was. I lost by about a thousand. But yeah, you were way back there on the track. But and uh, so yeah, I mean that was our first mistake because I mean, but she she didn't even play games, so why? I mean, it's like so yeah. clearly, why there, would there's a level of beginner's luck that you have to account for, and that you also have to then ignore. Right, so later. you have to throw this game out. I probably shouldn't even log this on my uh, my board game app I, I for that for that reason. As the I guess technically the winner of the game, uh, what did what did you think about it? I mean, I liked it. It was it was pretty fun. I mean, it's always fun to stomp some asses, as you put it. But um, as someone who doesn't really play board games and, and stuff like that all that much, it was really easy to pick up on. And I mean, it was fun. It's fun to you know like little party game you can show to different people, and it's not going to be overcomplicated, you know. So you caught on you caught on really quickly. We we went do we did a rules. Uh, over, you set up the game and probably what ten minutes of explanation and then right. you actually we randomly determined you were the first player so you were fine you didn't have any right. questions it after did, that it was pretty it's it's it pretty did, straightforward and it, it didn't seem like there was anything in the rule book for determining player right it seems like it just I it's it's got one of those cute things like youngest player goes first which probably would have been her anyway so no I would have been you okay but I, <laughs> anyway didn't, so that's another thing that invalidates the the game <laughs> is that we right, obviously right, we we messed up on the first rule in the book. G- generally, so though, had you started first, then right. obviously that would have changed the whole dynamic of, of the game. I, I guess I prefer, like, on a on a real note, though. I guess generally, pre- I prefer to like cutesy rules to like 
this player rolled first. I generally prefer that, like, Blank rolled highest. Yeah, I don't like uh, the last person to eat a taco or whatever stupid... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I would Um, much rather just determine who goes first based on a dice roll and then go from there. It seems like it's less contentious. There's never going to be an argument like, you won because you're a year younger than me. That that, that would never happen. If you're playing with a family, the kid's always going to go first. From my perspective, I think Kingswood is, it's right up there with, like, the types of games that you would set aside specifically to show new players. Like, so if you're... To say it's like a... I almost hate the term gateway game. We'll probably talk about that in a later So, but I agree with you. It is kind of like that. Like, you could easily right. uh, you know, bring somebody in. It is a lot lighter than what I what I usually um, would, uh, you know, enjoy. Like, you know, it's definitely, it's no Brass Birmingham, like we talked sure, about earlier. Sure. I, mean, I like the, you know, there's some randomness in the setup. There's the different random cards. There are the different guilds that right. give you unique powers. There's enough... It's I mean it's 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 cute. It's a fun. It's, it's enough of a gateway game without feeling like it is that niche and only that niche. I would say I would say that like Kingswood feels like a kind of game where by the time I played it a fifth time, I feel like I would almost be subscribing to like a level of meta where I'm like, no, I know that this is what the players at the table like enjoy using. Like I think Kingswood is a game where almost you could make of it what you want. Where in a similar vein to other games we've discussed, sure, you could play this game to show a brand new, I guess it's a gateway game, or mean you could play it after having played a thousand board games and still find a level of enjoyment and randomness. Right, I like it. I think it I think I don't think it overstays its welcome. I think that, you know, it says fifteen to forty five fifteen minutes, you'd have to be just like on top of it, like like chess timer doing it, but I mean, sure, you know, fifteen to forty five minutes under an hour. It's a good filler game. It's a good, it's fine. It's great for what it is. It's not it's not overpriced. I don't think. I I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna keep Kingswood and play it a few more times. It's probably not gonna be the main event at at most game nights. It's the kind of game that you can play and then play, uh, you know, another game or two or three more games. You know, it's not like or a big even a two or three in. hour epic. Yeah, it's. Is it, is it, it may be a good game into leading into your Descent playthrough. It might be a great game leading into your uh, Legend of Drist. It, it, it could be a great game as like an icebreaker into a lot of things. It doesn't necessarily require any like deep thought from you. Right, and that's kind of what I... I mean, I mean it, does, it does what it does. It is what right, it is. It's right. a nice, simple game. I think that the weight on, on BGG is accurate. It's, a, it's you and, know, and, it's fine. Probably just one right after the other. We probably, you know, given enough of a time frame, we probably could have played two or three more games of this. Oh, certainly. If we wouldn't have spent so much time messing with my microphone, then, right? Yeah. Then, then, and it probably wouldn't have lost any punch. In those I don't know. So that's games. what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't want to. I'm not not like reviewing this game. This is literally a first impression. Played it the first time. Um, definitely want to play it again. I don't know how that, I'll feel about the game five plays or ten plays if I even get that many plays but I like I would, I would say my first impression is that I can get at least five plays from this on a right. given game night having just played it I'm interested enough to play it again but it's not it doesn't have the staying power for me but it's not I don't think it's meant to at the weight that it is I think it's a good it's a good family weight game as long as you don't play it with uh Clarissa, for your first time, then it's probably going to be, you know... You could invite somebody over who has maybe never played a board game but Monopoly or something like that, and then potentially they're the ones who are driving the puddle into your ass, you know? Like, 
potentially you've got this game that is perfect for showing new players in such a way that they win and that they feel good and that maybe they want to play another board game. So while I agree that I think the term gateway game is maybe a little... No, I mean, it's fine. That's, that's, what, that's, that's the term that people use. But I think I mean, different people can... Have, like I played a game with a person who'd never played any games before and we started with Clans of Caledonia. It's a, right, you know, right. I mean, it's just a gateway game is what it is depending on your, on your level. Uh, so despite your dislike for the term, this, yeah, I mean, this would, this would definitely fall into that category. Okay. Okay. And I, I want to play it again. I think my wife would like to play it. It's a good game to play so, while, while you've had, while you've, you know, maybe while you're having a, having a couple drinks, it's not a, you know, like you said, you don't have to think right, a lot. Right. Uh, there are, there is some strategy to it, but it's not, it's really light. You know, it's like, there's only five places. There's only six places you can go. The actions are very simple. It's kind of, you can pretty much plan your next turn while the other people are going and without a look, you know, they may make sure you might get blocked to one place you're going to go, right, and do, right. but it's pretty, you know, you're like, oh, I want to go here and get this and go there and get that. And So let's say um, each of us, based on uh, one to five beers, where would you put? King's Blood. That sounds like a that's it's King's Wood. It's or King's Wood. I'm not going to give a I'm not going to give a rating. I'm not going to do. A I rating. would give a rating of um, this is kind of the perfect like maybe three beers game. I would <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say a rating based on like uh, one out of five stars. I would say a level of where you could play this game at a party. Um, I would say maybe maybe one to three beers is. I'm as- I'm ashamed of the the number of beers that I could I could drink <laughs> and still probably. Play, sure. play Kingswood. I don't <laughs> for sure. Like there, <laughs> as a lightweight, like three or four. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there are games where I think that you could get hammered and play, <laughs> and I think there are games that you could enjoy at maybe you know a, a good you know kill the buzz, and I think Kingswood uh, is one of those games where you, it's you, definitely you, a, a good beer and pretzels game. I would play this with my beer and pretzels crowd. There are some people that I play. Uh, heavier games with there are some people i play party games with i would play this with the party game crowd we could we could all sit around and you know have some beers and we could play kingswood i would probably want to play something else afterwards or before this i don't think i would invite people over just to play this because i think it's too short and there's not enough there but this is the kind of this would be it it would go in that rotation that i would play with people while we were sitting around drinking having a good time it's almost like a um there, there, there's like a level of like Pictionary ability Where just about anybody Could pick up King's Blood Or King's Wood rather, my bad You keep on making it much darker You're Well, I've been, playing, I've been playing a lot of uh, darker games So that that is my bad And in fairness 9 out of 10 developers would have called this King's Blood That I, that I currently frequent But I, I, I think that like where this Where this falls is a level of Playability that I think just about any of my friends I could probably bring over regardless of board game like history or whatever and they would basically get it and or if they didn't get it within three or four games they would be like masters at it you know if I bring in a, a couple Magic the Gathering players to Kingswood within one game they've they've got it and if I bring in a couple I don't know let's say the game of life players within maybe two or three games they get it. Like, that's really the difference you're kind of dealing with here. I think, I think you're insulting people who enjoy the game of life. I think that anybody... Maybe I should, am. I think anybody should be able to get this game in the first uh, first play. 
but I would say that the average person who it's not even necessarily that there's a there there's a singular game. I would say the type of player who has thus far stuck to a singular game as their board game, this is a good branch out option. So there are those players out there. Well, who, it's a good it's a good gateway game. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I I mean, there's an argument to be made that Monopoly is a fantastic gateway game. Right. I don't. Yeah. I guess. Like, I mean, but that's what the gateway game is. It's the step from the game that you can get off the Walmart shelf into hobby gaming, and that's that's what gateway is, and that's what. The, and now you know, I mean, Catan and. Ticket to Ride are obviously on the Walmart shelf now, and those are you know so they've the kind of gateway games. defined defined as the gateway games. And this, right. yeah, this yeah, this is definitely in that category. I have to you have to make the long trip down the down the goat trail right back to uh, civil. Is the Sherpa still out there? The- uh, how <laughs> listen? I would make an argument. That while Charleston and surrounding is more civilized, it's only what we're aiming for. I'm just saying, do I have enough cloth to trade to the 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 Sherpa out here, who he will he will then guide me down off the mountain and back to civilization, back I'm, to a road where I can get a bar on my cell phone? And is what that, I, and what I'm saying is that's not really my problem. You should have checked Google Maps for the Sherpa data. Before you left, I download. I wonder if I can use my directions in reverse. Can can, can I get payout for my travel here, given that there was nothing? So this has been uh, the inaugural, uh, our the very first episode of uh, the Top of the Table podcast. I'm Travis. I'm Caleb. I would also we like also have Clarissa. Excuse, excuse. My, bad, my bad. My bad. We have. <laughs> Clarissa. Clarissa, and I'm I'm doing the outro. So, right, right. So, so you save all these all these thoughts for a, a later time. No, these are these are <laughs> outro thoughts. Um, I would also like to get maybe um, input on like name and maybe what we could do better. Think things like that. Sure, give us feedback if you want to send um, us uh, hate mail. Uh, I know at least one person's expressed interest in in doing that already. So we've got uh, we have. Um, Top of the Table podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Top of the Table Pod. That's Top O the Table. Remember, Top O the Table. You also have us on uh, Facebook at Top of the Table Podcast. Yeah. We're on Podbean, Top of the Table Podcast.podbean.com. Just can, about anything. You can watch us exclusively on Amazon Prime. No, you can't do that. You can't. You were not on Amazon Prime. We're going to go from Podbean to Apple to Spotify. Uh, give us give us a five star rating, even if you hate it, and that will encourage us to do better next time. Because right. if you just come in and you're like, "Look, this is shit," and uh, so it's one star, we'll be like, "Yeah, well," and you know, you could have crushed your future favorite podcast. So, and if you know, you're listening on um, YouTube. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the channel and you go ahead and hit the bell notification. That way, that you can get alerted anytime that we are. And also, send us the link to that YouTube channel because I would like to know where that is. Because I, we, I, 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 as far that, as we'll I know, as far as I know, we're not currently on YouTube. But mm-hmm. if you find us there, let us know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut maybe the last two minutes of YouTube content out, and then just no, I think that would be funny. We're gonna do, we do a joke. 
uh, or maybe do maybe we have a YouTube channel. Um, we, might, like we, we might do an Instagram. Basically, of, of the social media platforms, if you probably can, I'll see if it's MySpace still around. Yeah. We we'll play to a MySpace page. If, if you can search, we're actually um, we're on Facebook University Edition, so we are actually uh, we're going to be teaching uh, tabletop very specifically uh, amongst the university crowd uh, as <laughs> as well. I guess pretty much. I mean, pretty much any of the any of the social media is like, why not? Right, like we probably have a Facebook page. I mean, are we? Well, I mean, we we do theoretically. We have a Facebook page. We have a we have a Twitter. Top of the table. Yeah, all of which. Yeah. So we'll be on there, and definitely, thanks you for listening. Hopefully, this becomes somewhat of a regularity. Yeah, we'll probably not be in the same room together all the time because, again, it is a uh, bit of a drive. It is. Yeah, it's a bit of a haul, but uh, yeah. That's that's kind of the idea, and we're going to do this more than once. So, no, you got anything else? That's, that's pretty much got it for me. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to Top of the Table podcast episode one. And goodbye.